dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Hello all and welcome back to my corner of the Dementia Researcher blogs. I've been doing some thinking recently and I got to pondering about health. I remembered something that was mentioned in a recent podcast recording. I was lucky enough to sit down with some reputable people involved in the Race Against Dementia or RAD initiative and this episode will be releasing soon. One of the guests was talking about an interaction he had with Sir Jackie Stewart, the founder of the charity. He was recalling a conversation they shared where Sir Jackie expressed his frustration at how slow things seemed to move in dementia research. That was, I think, a part of the reason he started the charity. He wants to bring that F1 level of speed and innovation into the field. However, dementia research has a wealth of very gifted scientists and they work tirelessly to try and make a difference. I understand Sir Jackie's frustration, but it's unfortunately a large and complex issue to try and unpick. Initiatives like RAD certainly can and are having an impact, but this will still be quite a slow process. When you pair that with the fact that predictions of cases of dementia will continue to increase, you're left with a bleak picture showing a seemingly inevitable pandemic, for want of a better term, of dementia, along with a vast array of other chronic illnesses. So how can we improve this image and try to feel a little better about our future? I think the answer lies in proactivity. Dementia isn't really an issue we should look to treat long-term in a reactive manner. In our current situation, by the time a patient gets diagnosed, the damage is done. It's normally too late to action any real effective therapy. All we can do is reactively try and manage their symptoms and make their life as good as possible. It's not an easy job, and the people who do it are fantastic and make a big difference. However, we need to try and push forwards towards a reality where it doesn't have to be this way. That's why so much of the research about dementia is focusing on trying to find earlier hallmarks of the disease. If we can do that, then maybe we can create a means for earlier diagnosis. A diagnosis that that can be arrived at before the damage is too great. If we can do that, then suddenly our therapies become far more effective. You could argue that this is still a reactive approach, but in order to work, it relies on a more proactive approach of regular testing for some of those early markers. We can't catch something early if we can't look for it. This is going to take time though, so what can we do right now to be more proactive in this fight? The answer is simple, prevention is better than cure. Can we take proactive steps to try and prevent as many cases of dementia as possible? The answer is yes, to some extent. If you're familiar with the podcast work that I do here, you'll know that I'm fascinated with how the way we live our lives, for example, what we eat, how often we exercise, how well we sleep, can impact our risk of developing dementia. I've been fortunate enough to sit down with people who have studied this for many years, and they all come to the same conclusion. Living a healthy lifestyle is one of the best ways to significantly reduce your risk of dementia. This is harder than it sounds in 2022. Fast food is everywhere. In my city, you can actually see a McDonald's from another McDonald's. We're glued to our screens and so easily tempted by food loaded with stuff that shortens our lifespan because it tastes so good. More than that, when we eat junk food, we actually grow bacteria in our gut that produce hormones and tell our brain we're still hungry and want more junk food. If we want to be more proactive about reducing the load on our already stretched thin healthcare service, we need to address our lifestyle on a national scale. In a recent podcast recording, a neurologist told me that the majority of dementia cases could be potentially prevented by a nationwide plan to create a healthy population. This might sound unrealistic, but you only need to look at countries that don't have the assault on their health that is the standard Western diet, and you can find that the instance of dementia pales in comparison to that of the land of McDonald's and Netflix. In Africa, India, and South Asia, you can find dementia death rates that are over 10 times lower than those seen in America or the UK. Genetics alone doesn't count for that difference. 
saturated fats, trans fats, artificial additives, take an hour or so to look at the research and you soon find the catastrophic effects these have on our brain health. If we really want to do our bit in this fight, we can start at home. We can address our own health, knowing that by reducing our risk, we also make things easier for those working tirelessly to find the scientific breakthroughs we so desperately need. My podcasts tend to lean towards the benefits of a plant-based diet for brain health, but I don't think this is by any means the only solution. Unprocessed, healthy foods with the right amount of exercise is the best place to start. Fighting dementia requires a global effort. You don't have to be a scientist or healthcare specialist to do your bit. You can start with what you put on your plate. So you can eat healthy, feel better and protect your brain. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.